Today's podcast is sponsored by Tennessee Craft Beer Magazine. It's like you read that from a magazine. Actually, no, they're just our sponsor now. So you can crap open a magazine like you do a can of craft beer? Yeah, actually, you can. You can just open it up and read it. It's actually a little deeper than actually, you know, just reading the label on a craft beer. So basically what you can say, you can have a bottle share in a magazine. You can have a bottle share in a magazine. That is correct, DJ. That sounds amazing. Isn't it? So I think everybody should go go get their Tennessee Craft Beer Magazine. Absolutely. You can go get it online at tncraftbeermag.com. There you'll find copies of their magazine along with a statewide brewery map, events calendar, and you can even subscribe to their print edition online. It's the magazine where you can find craft beer in the state of Tennessee. Tennessee Craft Beer Magazine. Find them online at tncraftbeermag.com. In the bottom of a bottle And I ain't gonna change my way But I ain't half bad When I do what I ought It don't happen much these days We are back We're not back, we just got here We're just starting, so Alright no, I am going to make fun of Chris. Yeah, you're going to make fun of me? Uh, yeah. Why are you going to make fun of me? Because you have uh, you forgot to hit, forget to hit the record button. or I hit the record button. Or there was there wasn't space. enough space on the SD card to finish recording, so it just stopped. You don't have any more so, cassettes? So what you're saying is that uh, Twitter, Facebook, and whatever, I've got free podcasts. Free, free, free podcast material. <laughs> like exclusive. Exclusive. They, they will, hey, they will know about me and run to Jules, but nobody else will. Wait till, well, I don't know. We could, we could bring that up again. Right till our podcast hears about it. Like, look at these yeah. jokers. You and your hippity hop. That <laughs> <laughs> hippity hoppity stuff. But anyway, let's start the podcast. So what are we doing? Absolutely. Where are we? Yeah. yeah. So, hey, guys, this is Chris Hill. This is DJ Loop. And uh, we're here at Sugar Mamas, um, actually, with Scott from Black Horse. Scott, What's thank you. What's going on, guys? Uh, here to talk about... Our Brawny Beer Festival. Yes, you are. Uh, Excited about this, by yeah, the way. Knoxville's first annual Brawny's Beer, Brawny Beers Festival, put on by Black Horse, on December 10th, at the Mill in the Mine. All the money raised is going to go benefit the Pat Summit Foundation. So the money's going to go to help out Alzheimer's research, not just research, but uh, treatment, um, and really whatever else that they do to help people with Alzheimer's and just, you know, figure more about the disease. Um, so it's going to go to support a good cause, which is awesome. Great cause. Always yeah, yeah, yeah. good to drink beer when you know it's going to help people, you know not it. just raise money for breweries. Yeah, yeah I love the beer festival. And, and uh, I mean, just the passion that people have for um, uh, uh, when it's a cause. And it seems like they work harder and they, or they're, they, um, it's it's a better product, yeah. I think, when people have something that they care about, yeah. they're passionate about, and, mm-hmm. and it's easy, probably easier to find volunteers. Yeah, it is and, actually yeah. when it comes to volunteers, uh, the UT Rugby Club. Oh yeah, they're our sole source of volunteers. Which, by the way, I love. Yeah, that's um, awesome. I played rugby in high school, <laughs> and I know like they're doing that in part to work out and lift those kegs. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm, our owner's son plays on the UT Rugby Club. And I don't know what strings they pull, but 
Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. our volunteers. Uh, prob- I bet they're all uh, drinking free. That might be it. <laughs> that might be it. It's very common with yeah. rugby players. Great, great side note. I'm like I've volunteered and helped uh, helped out with um, um, uh, Knox Brewfest for multiple years. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, no, really. Yeah, uh, Kind of like that festival. What about last year? Were you there? <laughs> no, I wasn't there last year. <laughs> what? So what you're saying is you're a liar. Mike was uh, actually your stand-in. Mike no, from Sugar Mom. Come on. <laughs> that was the first year that I wasn't there, and the and, and the in its existence, because um, sure. I had to go on a lovely vacation with my lovely wife. That sounds like a horrible excuse. Yeah. It, it was. <laughs> it's uh, okay. But anyway, we forgive you. My wife might be watching, so I'm not going to say anything about the trip. Um, you had a good time. It was great awesome. Time. Everything you told me was awesome. When it awesome. comes to like, especially the beer festivals that give back to a charity, I have seen the difference in breweries bringing beer that like really stands out. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I because mean. Because they, like, they know that with some of these nonprofit festivals, actually most nonprofit festivals, that's part of the, the draw. It gets people to buy tickets, yeah. and I mean for this one specifically because it's on December 10th and it's called the Brawny Beers Fest. Very manly name, by it's the way. It's a manly name. On like, our posters we got this nice like manly guy on it like with a dumbbell that is like mugs of beer. It's, it's yeah. very nice. Yeah, uh, are you required to have like a brawny look going into the festival? Like can I cosplay as a brawny guy? Y- you could. It's encouraged. It's okay. Not, it's not necessary. Uh, not that I have to cosplay to be brawny. If we want to see any bearded ladies, that'd be fine. We can see bearded <laughs> men. Uh, but come as you are. Rugby you know? guys. Rugby yeah. guys. Rugby guys. Yeah. Back to earlier with the rugby guys. Uh-huh. I got to get back to my story. I all right, all right, sorry. Okay. Got sidetracked by this clown. But uh, you mean our guest? <laughs> our wow, DJ. I know. Wow. Rude. <laughs> I have much love for him. I should I'm, take I, this mic off and walk out the door. I told him I, I knew him for 437 years. I introduced him as my friend that I've known true. for that long. Yeah, that is wow. true. But anyway, because I've known him, I know I have known him for yeah. Long, long yeah, time. so that if yeah. you listen to the other podcast I'm on, you'll hear that story. Exactly. That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. That's awesome. So, that, was, that was years ago. And years and, years. and that other one before Sugar Mamas was a Sugar Mamas. They were just selling cookies to casual pint. They were on that episode too. That, that was a great episode. But anyway, wait, yes. back to the rugby guys. Are you telling guys. a story? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn you guys. But anyway, <laughs> no. We talk about the rugby guys and they're, they're, they're volunteering, which is, which is great. But helping out with Brewfest, um, the um, Knoxville Possums always volunteered to be the um, to be the um, security guard for the beer overnight. Because a lot of times we'd set up. That's the, right. Uh, forgot about this. One question: What is a Knoxville Possum? Knoxville Possums. It's the, it's the um, local. It's the uh, adult version yeah. of the. Oh, so just it's it's like rugby, the, it's, yeah. just just like a it's the okay. club team. Yeah. It's the club pro team. rugby cool. team. Okay, neat. Yeah, got it. Tracking Regional rugby team. Tracking. Tracking. And anyway, so a lot of times I would be down there at the festival, being the one guy secure, be the one guy security team for the festival um, until the rugby guys get there, because make sure nobody gets in the coolers or. You're pretty intimidating. I can see how yeah, they trust. Like, you. I'm like, but, but in in broad daylight, oh. like I'm not really worried. Um, like, but what was great is at six o'clock, the rugby guys always showed up, and there was a truckload of them. They pull out with like five coolers of beer, and a, all independent craft beer, right? Exactly. All, all independent craft. <laughs> with with a couple of grills, and they would just grill out overnight. All independent craft meats, right? Exactly. Got it. 
I mean, no hormones or additives or anything. Completely. <laughs> so you would just party with the rugby team all night? No, I wouldn't actually. You'd would... party with them about an hour and a half, yeah, yeah. two, three hours. But I was saying, it was cool that the, we, we that Knoxville Craft Beer gets their rugby involved. Look at that, yeah. apparently. Yeah. I, I didn't know there was a long-standing tradition of this. It, there is. You, yeah, you, for years. And for all years. we're doing now is promoting UT students who are probably all over the age. Yeah. Oh, of course they are. To come to 100%. beer festivals. I'm yeah. just saying that just you're, it. They don't you're, have pre you're preparing them for the summer, is what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Preparing them for when they uh, level up, go to the possums. Yeah. And, you know. Fun, fun fact about the Knoxville Possums, if you guys read comic strips, the uh, comic strip Get Fuzzy, yeah. Darby Conley um, actually played on the Knoxville Possums, and occasionally the, the human character in that comic strip will wear a Knoxville Possums really? shirt. Really? Really. I'm going to look out for that, because that yeah. is one of my favorite yeah. newspaper strips. I, I got dogs. Strip. I like it. It's fun. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, awesome. So, Ronnie Beer Fest. <laughs> Ronnie Beer Fest. At uh, Mill and Mine. At the Mill and Mine. Which is a great venue. It is a fantastic venue. Uh, we chose that venue because, if all of you aren't familiar, it's one of the hotter, and it's a brand new venue. I think it was built two or three years ago. And it is just hosting the best stuff right now. Uh, AC Entertainment. AC Entertainment. Books, yes. amazing music. Uh, if you ever heard of AC Entertainment thing, there's a thing called Bonnaroo. Yeah, something yeah, called Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. Something yeah. called like Forecastle. Yeah, I mean, there's they a, do Forecastle too. They do Forecastle. Yeah. Something like Big Ears is coming up or something. Yeah. Rhythm and Blooms. Uh, yeah. Anyways, AC, has, they do a lot for the Knoxville community as well. Yeah, they do. They've just been... Concert promoters and event planner. Well, concerts, for years now. For, yeah, for years. Ashley Caps has done a lot for this city. Yeah, exactly. One more thing is done. They build a venue. It's been selling out shows left and right. Uh, bringing really great international artists. Just a couple months ago, there was the Brew Tales event, which paired local craft breweries with local craft cocktail makers, mixologists, and other uh, cocktail bars. Hmm. It was a really great event. How uh, did we miss that, DJ? Well, I think I had to work that day. Yeah. Is that is that what it was? That's what I'm going with. That's okay. my story. There yeah. was something else going on. Because I didn't work it. Our head brewer, Ben, he went and did it. And I was jealous because the thing I was at, I don't... Speaking of Ben... It was just as good, I'm saying. Speaking of Ben, I don't remember what it was. Awesome. you got to pin him down and get him to, on this podcast. Oh, heck yeah. So we can talk about beer. Yeah. Uh, show up the last days of autumn with a microphone and you'll probably find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is there, um, when we did our Brewfest episode, Mike McConnell was very serious about trying to get you all to do a double IPA. Oh, and now... And now we have one. It is in its... It, it, it exists. And that's because of the podcast, right? Yeah, that's a, all 100% yeah. yeah. our Humble Beal podcast. Yeah, and, and, and Mike McConnell, the pure of will course. of Mike McConnell. The, the, yeah, the sheer yeah. will of Mike McConnell will break yeah. any bound. Yeah, so yeah, we did a Zero Stratus. We called it the Zero Stratus uh, New England Double IPA. Um, fruity. It came out around eight and a half percent alcohol. Yeah, it was Delicious. good. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed it. And also, I mean, have we said that we're at Sugar Mamas right now? We yes, are, we did. We uh, started out with good, it. Good, good, good. But yes, we are at Sugar Mamas. In case you're wondering. <laughs> and you said that you just kind of were just batting around on deals with um, with Ben and maybe. Brandon about just like let's do a beer festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So uh, uh, my boss, the operations manager at Black Horse, has been thinking about doing a beer festival for a little while, just because he thinks it, he thought it'd be fun. You know, uh, that's pretty much it. And then we were looking like, well, what could we do that would kind of set it apart? 
or make it successful, and that's when we came up with the Brawny Beers Fest and having it in December. Because I think during the summer, you could probably pick a weekend and go to our beer festival every single weekend yeah. from mid-May to August. We're actually planning on that next year, right, DJ? Really? Oh, That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> we should, but that would be awesome. You should consult your <laughs> doctor and have him do some liver biopsies <laughs> before you start that We're adventure. also starting a very intensive health regimen. Uh, yeah. Right no, before should, and immediately after. Hey, we should... Yes. We should really like be because because if we don't do this plan a beer festival every weekend for the entire like month, a couple of months of the summer, Zach Zach will be that's just exactly doing it. what I was saying. Zach will be just, just don't don't tell him. Yeah, like, don't don't say it around. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's or a good thing he listens him. to the podcast. Oh, crap, it's already gone. He's got it. <laughs> Zach's already got the idea. He's going to do it. Week. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Zach, it was our idea. Can't do it. Yeah, him, him and Johnny Miller and a couple of friends are already on the road right now. <laughs> they said there's only there's not very many weird beer fests. So we found them and we're going. <laughs> so, Brawny Beers Fest. Uh, yeah, we want to organize a winter beer fest. So, Brawny Beers. We asked all the participating beer breweries to bring a Brawny beer. Uh, we want to focus on. The big multi high grab barrel age winter seasonals that you don't really see at the summer beer fest because I mean, let's be honest, who's drinking a winter warmer in July? No one, unless you held on to some of them cold mountain bottles or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but so we wanted to do that. Focus on multi brawny beers, wintertime beers. Everyone loves them. Uh, they're usually everyone's favorite seasonal that they look forward to. And then with that in mind, so we have adopted the Brewers Association Independent Craft Beer Label. Cool. We've been an independent craft mom and pop operation since 1992 when the first pub opened in Clarksville. So that was our focus too. They don't all 100% fit the independent craft seal. But about 98% of the breweries that we invited are independent from Knoxville or the Knoxville area. Tennessee, and even like Southeastern Regional. Yeah. And that wanted to be our focus. Regional, local, independent craft. Yeah. And there's only 30 of them, so it's gonna be a very intimate event as, as well. And the thing, I think, with it being so close and everybody being so close, you'll, you'll be able to meet the brewers, mm. get that kind of like, talk to them about the beer. And that's one of my favorite things about beer festivals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is like, just like, for instance, if it wasn't for beer, beer festivals, I mean, I would consider like, the Sergio boys from Calf Killer. Oh, yeah. I, I think I have a good relationship with them. With then they've they've come on the podcast before. I've went down there and see them. And if it wasn't we for, need to have them back. Uh, yeah. If it wasn't for the beer festivals, being able to have that, getting to know them and say, and them recognize my, my rise my face and talking to them multiple times, bugging them probably. Um, it, I wouldn't. We wouldn't. I wouldn't have like that kind of rapport at a festival. Or if I go went down there to see them, they wouldn't recognize yeah. who I am. And, and other with other beer yeah. with other beer fest or other breweries and stuff, you actually get to meet them and interact with yeah. them, which is great. And which you all know this, like the beer community is a pretty small and friendly community. Once you just get to know them, yeah, yeah. yeah so very. because there's only thirty breweries, not like you know, this isn't going to be like thousands and thousands of tickets sold. This is the perfect opportunity to like go up to your favorite local brewery, sit there at the table and pick their brain because you'll have the time to do that. They'll have the time to do that because they're, you know, there aren't 150 breweries there. There's only yeah. 30. Yeah. And, and they're because, a captive audience. Yeah, and because they're, 
<laughs> yes. Talk yes. to the brewers. <laughs> Wait, who's captain? The audience or the brewers? Uh, like, Adam Engel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Engel from Alliance will be in a cage. Uh, you can't let him allow too many public people, I think. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> the audience will not be in cages. No. No, and nor, nor will the brewers, in, in truth. But. Yeah, I mean, if someone, maybe. If they, well, if maybe. If, if maybe they bring if their own cage and that sort of thing, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Come that's as a, you are. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that, that's a different kind of festival I think we're talking about. But, but yeah, there's there's a lot there. And, and yeah. I mean, I think it's cool that you all have adopted the uh, the independent craft label. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a... Uh, I mean, much talked about, much uh, debated about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, our perspective is... Like I said, we've been independent since day one. Uh, I, I can only assume that we've had offers to invest in the company and that sort of thing, but no, this mm -hmm. is their baby. I mean, they plan on passing the brewery to their children, grandchildren. Cool. Like it, it, our owners, the I Robinsons, think, Jeff and Sharon Robinson, just the more the, the more this the seal gets out there. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's going to be a game changer in marketing. And the more people get know the relevance of it, mm -hmm. I think what really needs to happen is maybe grocery store and yeah. marketing of it, mm -hmm. and some of these brewers need brewers need to step up and do some like signage yeah. and, I know and stores and stuff like that. I do know Fanatic has adopted it. Yeah, they've included in some of their signage. Cool. Uh, I'm trying. To, I just saw another one where I was at. I think I was at Kroger and I was just turning cans because I was curious, and I saw one more. Well, I like to see. Them. I mean, it's it's nice okay. to see them on cans and on packaging on packaging. But like I want to see like sections mm. in grocery stores that say this is your. Like independent you walk into Whole Foods and they yeah. have it they have above the cooler, and this is this, all. This the is the end, independent yeah. craft beer section. That'd be awesome. And I think yeah. Or I even think, at a casual pint, if they had yeah, a shelf that was. Yeah. That was yeah. the, the whole. Okay, this section has has the label, and, and that I think that would be kind of just um, more kind of openness to the customer and let me let the customer decide if it tastes good to, to them or not. Yeah. But and, let them know that it's not mass produced. Or, and, yeah. Go ahead. And, and I'm sorry. And, and just to like play devil's advocate, I mean, if we're all adopting the same label, does that mean we're all part of the same brand now? Oh no. And and yeah. obviously not. But it's just one more thing to like, I guess, wear your badge on your sleeve. You, yeah. you wear the badge on the sleeve to be like, this is who we are. We understand that everyone's this way. Also, I mean, if you ever want to see some weird incestuous. Monopoly kind of financial things. Go look up who owns who at the top levels of yeah, yeah. Miller and Anheuser Busch. It gets real, I think owns everything. Yeah. It gets real complicated real quick. Yeah. Whereas with the Independent Craft Seal, I mean, even if it's a brewery from Asheville or Knoxville, yeah. you know that you're supporting a local economy. Yeah. Do you think that there's a risk with this? And again, I'm just I'm playing the devil's advocate here, but I actually really am in support of the Independent Seal, but. You think there's a risk with this of breweries adopting it that may not have quality or may may give it a bad name because people see that and they had a bad beer uh, in an independent brewery. I mean, I mean it's, it's a risky it's, run. It's it's it's, it's likely, but I guess yeah. it says in, I, I think it says independent. It doesn't say delicious. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. So fair enough. so it says independent. So Ours says delicious. We yeah. got a new one made. For <laughs> that was perfect. No, so like if it's not a good beer, it's going to weed itself out. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the people people are going to go. People are not go there, and that brewery's brewery's not going to exist anymore. I it doesn't make good. I product. sure hope your average consumer yeah. separates an independent brewery from a quality brewery. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? One, in the fact that like 
they don't go, well, if all independent breweries taste like this, yeah. looks yeah. like I'm going back to Bud Light. Bang. Okay. And you, and you might get <laughs> one or two of those people, but for the most part, that's not really a huge yeah. I mean, risk rerun. And that being said, quality control and consistency is a much different conversation. Yeah. Yes. That I hope does not reflect upon the well, independent craft the, label. I think the biggest no. thing is it, it separates your Blue Moons it does. the world that's, and, and your shock tops. I think, and I think this is the more that's a good point. That's that's what I that's the line I want drawn. Mm-hmm. Have the consumer know that these brands right here are are owned are and own and manufacture or or they call them more adjunct. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, so what's if we really want to get deep into some like jargon? Uh, a, I guess it is independent craft. So you do have to be a craft brewery before you're independent and, and get yeah. the seal. Yeah. And you're right. Those yeah. A crap brewery uses adjunct grain. So a brewery that brews with rice and corn to get malt, to extract malt for their beer, they're not a craft brewery. Yeah. And that is your big old, big domestic beers one. Yeah. Except for Yingling. Yingling, no adjunct. Yingling is technically one of the biggest craft breweries in the United States. Yes. No adjunct grains. Pretty cool. Them and uh, Sam Adams. Yeah. And Sam Adams is craft. Yeah. <laughs> they're craft. Yeah, they're totally craft. I mean, just because they're gigantic and they were the first guys to kill the business, they're killing it. Like, yeah. you know, but they're still crap. I see. There's a lot the of, lot of, of crap. I see those commercials. There's a lot of passion yeah. in that guy's yeah. eyes. Yeah. Still. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I, I've been there. Yeah, I've cool. been to the. Well, the, they have the a new. They have a new tap room opening. Where? And like in Boston. Ooh, a brand new one. It looks nice. like kids just puked on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. All right, uh, uh, Beer Fest. Well, back to okay. I'm sorry, I went on my local beers. Uh, local beers. We'll back to that. Back to, I think we're I think we're beers. all drinking beers. Yeah, more yes. breweries that will be at the Brownie Beer Fest right now. Got Tessellation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crafty Bastard will yeah. be there. DJ Crafty Bastard will be there. Tessellation is one of my favorite. They're, you know, I just I had their uh, multiple samples mm. of their uh, uh, their is like their cast, their English uh, ESB. Yeah, I mean that's the Best best um, English ESB like I've I, ever. I don't had. I don't know what they're bringing, but I hope, I hope they bring that. That would fit. That fit the description. Yeah, it's uh, very good. See, I'm drinking some Hexagon right now. I don't see Clinch River lift listed what? on here. No man, they're be, they're coming. Oh my gosh! Oh my I was gosh! Talking we to have to update mm, the uh, update the uh, I was just talking posters. To, I was talking to Jordan. She's excited about it. Well, they're coming. So, so they're going to be there. Yes. Clinch River is going to be there, guys. Breaking just news so you know. on the Humble Beer Podcast. Clinch <laughs> yes. River is going to be at the Broadway. No, we'd have wrestling. breaking news, but we do. Whoa, whoa! Uh, we, we should so have that. Uh, I don't know. I have to kick someone out. Oh, no, oh, I'm just kidding. No. Just kidding. Uh, and I'm drinking a Hexagon. I got Carl's Dunkel right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we love Smith. Hexagon. Yeah. Yeah, the Clinch River uh, 20, I drink almost a lot of, 29 pound brown. I drink a lot of Sexy Cat. They, they they sponsor our um, our football club. So oh. the so, sexy cat does. No, not the, the, the sexy cat itself does. Is that like black cats that just like roam around? <laughs> yeah. No, that's Matt McMillan. Yeah, ah. yeah exactly. <laughs> no, but they 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 help uh, do a little sponsorship for our uh, our Manchester Manchester United nice. club. So we we drink a lot of their beers in support of them Seems since they help us out. It's probably a good call. Yeah, the, uh, good call. But um, yeah, back to this um, like. Black Horse has a history of doing stuff for charity and for good stuff, like your local motion. Oh, yeah. I mean, so every year we do local motion uh, session IPA. Uh, proceeds of that. The exact opposite of what we're going to be drinking. Exactly. <laughs> Almost 100% exact opposite. Uh, 
So that that's something good to note too for for people that aren't. Yeah, for future. Like, so uh, we have a history with partnering up with uh, local nonprofits. Uh, the one we do annually is with Legacy Parks Foundation. Uh, if you've ever been to the South Knox Urban Wilderness, you can thank Legacy Parks for helping to raise money and get people in contact with government grants, uh, any sort of state grants, any kind of federal, state fundraising money. Legacy Parks help people build parks in the Knoxville metropolitan area. I skateboard, they built the skate parks, or they helped build the skate parks. They got Knoxville Skate Park in touch with the Tony Hawk Foundation, which helped build the skate park. I didn't know that. Yeah, so we, uh, we do local motion. We did it last year, we did it this year. Session IPA. Uh, to be technical, we, to raise money, we do $2 from every case sale, case equivalent, goes to Legacy Parks. At the end of the season, we go, how much do we sell? And we donate that money. We, Black Horse donates $1, and then one of our partners for the festival, Eagle Distribution, they donate another dollar for every case sold. So yeah, we do that every year. It's always a great success. Yeah, Legacy That's Parks, cool. good people. Yeah. Good stuff here in I mean, East, yeah. East Tennessee. I mean, it's good to see a local brewery that has ties to the community and is all, yeah. it keeps on uh, giving back and always helping out, out with it, with, even with this festival. And that's one thing. I've, I asked a question. I remember I was talking to um, uh, the guy from the brewery uh, or the uh, brewing and distilling school. Um, and my, my question was to him is how did he start his school? Like, I, that was kind of amazing to me. How, I mean, and that's the, the one, another thing is how do you just start a festival? <laughs> like, even Why can't we have a humble beer festival? Yeah, Man, exactly. Just, and that's I mean, like for me, you book the venue, and, and they, they will come. come. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Golly>. <laughs> Are you gonna like walk uh, off in, as in ghost form by the end of the yeah, festival? I think I may. Yeah. <laughs> or you mean like stumble off in faded form? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. So wait, does that mean you're also gonna turn out to be my father? Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe. Oh, we can go man. anywhere. This is getting weird. Time tra- I think we need some time travel to do that one. Yeah, yeah, that one yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not opposed to it. You know, I'm never your mom. Your mom. She's, a, she's a fine lady. Uh, okay. If I go back in time, I, maybe I ask her out on a date and weird stuff. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Hey, this is getting interesting. It's getting Okay. Really? Yes. Really getting in. Really getting in. Um, so yeah, Brownie Beer Fest. I mean, this, dude, I'm really excited about this. Not only because it's in December. In the winter where there's not many other beer festivals. December 10th, 1 to 5, so a four-hour festival. Uh, tickets, we haven't, you know. We haven't yeah. Been, so yeah. you can get tickets at, guess where, Sugar Mama's. Yes. Which we're, we're here right, right now. now. Just ask your... Uh, Come down to Sugar Mama's, buy tickets, everybody. Yes. I'm, wa- I'm yeah. waving, as I'm waving at our... Yeah, our one our one viewer we were, probably right now. Who's going, watched it twice. They're still doing this? They're still streaming? Uh, yeah. yeah, so you can get them at Sugar Mama's. You can yep. get them at, at the brewery here in Knoxville. Yeah. Um, Central Flats and Taps, Hops and Hollers, Sono Taco Cantina. Sono. Sono. What up? And when they open, Central Depot. And they're going to be a bar opening, guess where? On Central and Depot? Central and Depot. Whoa. I didn't know about this one. That is a friend opening that place. Because there's a barbershop right there, and it says... Is that where that's at? It is next to that barbershop. I have no idea what that barbershop's called. Me too. I, I drive by And then there's the like a CrossFit gym two doors down. Yeah. And it's actually oh. right on the same well, sign I mean, block as Mill So you can go sweat and then drink beer. Yeah. Well, there's, awesome. I mean, there's there's like any anything like a revitalization area. Like if, if there's an old area that's coming back up, there's going to be mm. a crap brewery and a, a CrossFit. 
place right there. Well, no, it's it's Zach's. Al like, it's like Zach's algorithm. What nine out of ten breweries have a CrossFit gym yeah. and a railroad tracks next to them? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or like within a quarter mile or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's too funny. Yeah, brew tours. Oh, and then yeah. uh, Zach at Knoxville Brew Tours also has tickets for sale. If any of you humble beer pad podcast listeners take a brew tour coming yeah. up. Which is actually a really busy time for him. It is a very busy. He said this is one of his busier times. So book him now. Book now. Yeah. Uh, and then one more place. If you just search Brawny Beer Fest, our website, brawnybeerfest.com, should be the first hit on Google. You can yeah. find uh, online purchasing information there. Okay. $45 a ticket. $20 uh, DD tickets. Is there any kind of uh, VIP or anything? There's no VIP. No. Can we talk about food? Oh, um, what kind of food's going to be there for the Some DDs more local craft food. Drinkings. Sweet Peas is catering the event. Oh, yeah. sweet So we, we've worked in partner with Sweet Peas a lot over the past few years. We sponsor, they do a Songwriters in the Soul House series down in South Knox at, or I guess, Maryville Pike. Closer to Maryville, outer reaches of South Knox at the original location uh, off Maryville Pike, or I guess Knoxville Pike. Anyways, we worked with them a lot, so they're going to be catering the event. Cool. Yeah, the one food source there. Cool. Nice. I mean, will that need a food purchase food ticket or is that do you do you know do you have no clue? I don't know. I'm not I'm not one hundred percent sure on that answer. Okay. We'll get you an answer, we'll post it on right, Home yeah. Beer Home Beer Podcast. We'll do an update. You can just like I'll Facebook Live. Yeah. Here's your answer. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, WDVX is one of our partners for this too. Once again, we've worked with WDVX a lot over the over the course of our existence in Knoxville. Uh, another local independent craft radio. Now, nice. <laughs> now is it, Very said, much. this is Knoxville's first Brawny Beer Festival. Are we hoping to more come? Or? Yes, we are hoping that this becomes a yearly thing and that over the course of the, over the course of existence, we can keep helping out the Pat Summit Foundation and bringing awareness to the Pat Summit Foundation and Alzheimer's research in East Tennessee. Nice. Right. Yeah. And, That's awesome. I mean, I guess, I guess, and drinking beer in December. Yeah. You know. I mean, I guess googling <laughs> the Pat, with that. I guess googling the Pat Summit Foundation or Pat. What, yeah, is, is a way you, you go, there if, is a lot of information the, out there. You yeah. can't, if you can't donate or if you can't go to the festival, feel free to donate to them. Anytime. Yeah, go to yeah. pop over a beer at home on your couch, get your laptop, and go donate to them yeah. that way. That way, you're, you're doing the same thing. Just, yep. Yeah. At home. So, and of course, humble beer will be there. So, if you want to pop open a beer. You know, from home and donate to the Pat Summit Foundation. If you've Foundation, ever wondered what it was like, you can watch vicariously through us as we update our social media. <laughs> if you ever wondered what it's like to have a conversation with these beer podcast rock stars, yeah, they will <laughs> be there. Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah. can we? Where's our billing on this right here? <laughs> <laughs> next year. Next it's year. Work in progress. Yeah. Next right? year. Yeah. Awesome. Lumber, next year. Let's pick the list for next year. Lumberjack games. Lumberjack. Yes, lumberjack games. Uh, lumberjack brawny cosplay. I mean, I think brawny cosplay costume contest. You can uh, do that this year. Obviously, humble beer podcast uh, probably free, should have their name bigger yeah, than free the actual packets festival. of paper towels. Like, <laughs> <laughs> as you walk in the door, <laughs> not sponsored by brawny paper towels. Not licensed or affiliated. <laughs> I'm not sure that they are considered independent craft paper towels. <laughs> Don't think so. I don't know if that's even a real thing. So. Uh, Probably not. Probably. I mean, everybody that goes to the Money Beer Festival uses a rewashable, sustainable, of course, like, yeah. like 
cloths, right? Yeah. Dish rags. Yeah. Dish yeah. rags. Yeah. 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 We'll have bar towels. Mar no paper towels. And yeah. <laughs> All those are going in the laundry. <laughs> Not to waste. That's right. We're completely, completely environmentally friendly here. Yeah. All right. Uh, but anyways. So yeah, December 10th, awesome. Brownie Beers Festival at the Mill and Mine. Supports the Pat Summit Foundation. Come drink local, regional, independent craft beer. Awesome. And big old warm brawny burly beers. Awesome. Have you, I mean, have, has any little birdies kind of like given you any information or like anything that you're looking forward to? Or no. is there a brewery that I you mean, have in mind? I mean, so some stuff I'm looking for, some, some stuff I'm personally looking forward to are some of the Nashville breweries that don't come to Knoxville very yeah. often. I am, I'm pretty sure they're on this list, but uh, I'm excited to drink some Jackalope. Yeah. I probably haven't had Jackalope in two or three years. I really yeah. like Jackalope. I'm super excited. Uh, Actually, I'm glad you times, pointed yeah. that out. They're, they're really good. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got a new meadery from Austin, Texas. I think they're from Austin. Sorry, Meridian Hive Meadery, if I got that wrong. Pretentious Beer Company is going to be here. Pretentious Beer Company is going to be there. They're going to be brewing beer, and their system is like coming online, if yeah, not already, real soon. Yeah, I, saw, I saw it being in, entering in the door. Uh, so Let's see. Yeah, so the Meridian Hive, I'm, I love mead, looking forward to some new mead to see what they bring. Gypsy Circus always has crazy stuff in the works. I'm looking forward to what they bring. Uh, I'm sure it'll be good. see. Uh, I mean, really, everybody. There's not a bad one on the list. I see Yazoo on there. Do you think we'll get some Sue? Seems likely. Yeah. Seems real likely. I bet uh, so. And I know we got some really good stuff in some barrels right now. So there may be some old school black horse so barrel have, favorites. Um, slide down to black horse and, and like and like bother Ben about what he's going to be bringing. Well, hey, this the barrel age program. That's a Clarksville affair. Oh, oh it is. So, yeah. so black horse, we have the original location opened up in Clarksville in 1992, uh, and that is where our barrel aging program is. And so I don't even know. What oh, nice. I can see them on a computer, and I can look up like our fermentation tanks and everything and see what's going on, but I'll, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I know it's there, and I don't want like, no spoilers or anything, but I know a friend of mine really likes one. Dun, 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 dun. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to hear what, what yeah. comes of that. So I would assume we're going to bring something barrel age. Uh, well, besides the uh, Barone Beer Festival, is there any uh, new things with Black Horse going on? Or? Well, well, uh, we have Scottish Ale hitting the market in just limited numbers. Not really sending much that out. That's uh, a fantastic beer. Yeah, I love it. Like when why, I started, why are they limiting it? Uh, just production space right now. Okay. When it comes to the Black Horse, we've been really adamant on quality, consistency, and maintaining our core brand. You know, uh, we just came off the local motion season, which is a, a pretty hectic, intense season for us. Uh, and so over the past couple of weeks, we've been getting back to the core brand, IPA, coffee milk stout, red, barnstormer red ale, and vanilla cream ale. We have just started trying, we had just started pushing into Nashville a bit more. Okay. Which that's been a big deal, a little strain on the production system. And at the end of the month, we're gonna go into Cleveland, Tennessee. Oh wow. Yeah, so. That's kind of why there hasn't been as much Scottish ale brewed okay. <laughs> compared well, to normal. That, that's fair. I just yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of that Scottish ale. Yeah, um, it's a great beer. Yeah, it's a fantastic beer. Isn't there I, like I look the, forward to it every winter. They're the war horse, or I wasn't gonna say it out loud, but that's one of those barrel aged beers that Ooh. may or may not 
show that's, up at the festival. That's, that's, a, that's a great one, too. Yeah. No. Me or me not, but... But no, the Scottish Ale, I think when I started working with a company as a, as a lowly server at the pub, the Scottish Ale was the first beer that just jumped out at me, yeah. where I was just like, yeah. this is delicious. This is like the best thing I've ever had. Yeah. And then my tongue graduated when we brewed an IPA, and I was like, oh my god, I lied, this IPA is the best thing I've ever had. That, uh, I, think, I think, I mean, I always liked all kind of the standards and stuff. I've never been big, big on sweet beers. Um, mm -hmm. But the, um, they've, they've, they've been, I've had some black and tens with the, the cream ale. Oh, yeah. Which have been nice. So if, if you want a super special black and tan, uh, here at Sugar Mama's, for a limited time, they actually have our coffee milk style on nitro, nice. which doesn't happen for anyone but them. And they also have the vanilla cream on nitro. Oh, nice. So if you want a double nitrogenized <laughs> black that's, and tan, That's come a great word. It's I my mean, favorite word. I may have that before we leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that uh, sounds awesome. Someone taught me that because we were talking about nitro beer, and they're like, blah, 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 nitrogenized. I was like, did you just... Make nitro an adjectival form. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that's great. I'm going to always use that. That's nitrogenized. Or nitrogenated. No real difference. It depends. If you like the zing of a Z, go for nitrogenized. Yeah. So using that in the next beer meeting that I'm in? Absolutely. Um, I'm really good. Could you uh, maybe talk about how you might nitrogenate a beer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds like something DJ would actually say yeah. in real life. So. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, uh, that's what Black Horse is up to, expanding, growing, uh, we've had a big year, uh, Scottish cool. Shale is on the market right now, we're going to keep pushing with that double IPA we talked about earlier, just yeah. because it was a big success, the, it went at the brewery really, really well, and the few places that it went around town, it went over really, really well too, yeah. Well, cool. Well, Scott, thank you. Oh, thank you guys. This has been awesome. Cheers, y'all. Yeah. It's been great. It's always good to have uh, uh, a, an old uh, drinking buddy, I guess. Yeah. 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 On the podcast. Heck yeah. One, one last question, though. Oh, crap. We've got to oh, ask yeah. this. It's our new thing. It's our okay. new thing, a new shtick. Um, what's in your beer fridge right now? <laughs> and you, and, and uh, if you say Black Horse, so, I'll permit it. Uh, <laughs> This sounds sound shameful. I do love craft beer. I don't have a beer fridge, actually. Uh, most of what I buy... What's in your fridge? That's okay, too. What's in my fridge? Uh, Aside from, like... There's a box of Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> there's a Miller Lite that's been there for about two years. There's a Modelo that's been there for about a year. I drank all the beer in my fridge right now. Okay. Let me think. But I'm taking a trip up to Ohio for Thanksgiving to visit family. And, and you're going to bring us back some goodies, right? Dude, Great Lakes. 100%. Like, uh, and also, I haven't been home in like three years. And maybe some neat Northwestern beer that I don't know about. But no, I don't have anything in my beer fridge right now. Dude, I mean, it's okay. There's always Black Horse in there, but I'm not allowed to. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You could say that. Yeah, there's just Black Horse. Black Horse okay. IPA. It's the house so, beer. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all going to go over to Scott's house and drink some stale Miller Lite. Yeah. yeah. If you want, I'm, I'm pretty sure... If you okay, so I have one beer. It's a PBR from like two and a half years ago, but it lives in a in a red hooker boot that I found in my attic of the house that I currently live in. 
The beer is significant. It's the last beer of the housewarming party. Uh huh. So I held on to it. And the hooker boot's significant because it's super weird, and I found it in my attic. It was there, a size six mm. red hooker boot. So that lives on top of my fridge. If anyone wants to taste what PBR tastes like, like three years after, three years cellared in a boot, I got you. Well, I witnessed uh, Sounds like an old Greg. <laughs> I witnessed some. Um, God, Greg, PBR out of a boot. I witnessed some. Making PBR out of a hook hooker boot? Ratchet, ratchet drink uh, a 1982 World's Fair beer. Did he I also die? spent like a hundred bucks on a beer recently. Oh. Or a lot of money on a beer. I don't know about a hundred, but he spent a lot of money that, that, that's on a, a rare beer. Yeah, that's a collector's thing. Yeah. Blanton's? Sorry, Something I'm, like that. I'm not a beer nerd. No, so I can't remember what it is. If, if y'all want to go into my personal beer philosophy. It's okay. Yeah. This is the Humble Beer Podcast for I'm a reason. I'm humble, man. It sounds like you have a very humble no. beer fridge at home. So. You, know, you know what is my least favorite beer? One I have to stand in line for. Yeah. <laughs> they are like... Well, you know what my oh, favorite uh, beer is, right? The one in your hand? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Well, Scott, thank you for coming on. Did you have something to say, DJ? I'm good to go. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I cut you off there. Thank you, our Humble Beer Podcast, for having me on. Uh, yeah. Brian Beer Fest, December 10th, Middle of the Mine. Get your tickets. Come see us. Yep. We'll be there, hanging out, drinking mm-hmm. beer. Yes. Support local craft breweries. Might breweries. be cross-playing as brawny men. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to do it. <laughs> it's going to be fun. All I mean, right. I don't have to cosplay. You might have to dress up. Yeah, I might have to. Hey. <laughs> you're probably right at this point. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> with that said, this has been Chris Hill. This is DJ Loop. Remember to stay humble. And try a new beer. Because I'm halfway down in the bottom of a